All right, guys, what's up? Welcome back to TSF Talk. It's your boy, Blee. What's up, everyone? It's your boy, Rob. Today, we had the honor of interviewing Alex Sparrow. Not only is he a great actor and musician, he does so much more than that. He's a phenomenal person to interview. I think uh, one of my favorite interviews this far. Uh, Rob, what did you think of it? No, for sure, yeah. Alex, man, like, he's such a genuine guy, like such a loving and like, like a sweet guy. You know what I mean? And he's very humble. Yeah, and I, I agree with you that I think, like, after, like, each interview, it, it just keeps getting better and better. So that's been, like, really fun, like, to, to like, talk to these different, like, personalities and to see how they, they are, like, off the screen. For sure. I agree 100%. Like, all these interviews have been phenomenal. And just interviewing Alex, like, how humble he is, it's phenomenal to see because he has over a million followers on Instagram. Like, that's crazy. For real. He's, he's <laughs> super famous in Russia. He's famous here. And interviewing him was just amazing. He was super fun, super engaging, and extremely humble this whole time, man. Um, I just want to say thank you to Alex again for doing this with us. We had a lot of fun, and we hope you guys enjoy listening to this episode. No, for sure, yeah. Thank you to Alex, and thank you to his manager, uh, Katerina, who's been, like, like, amazing to work with. Such a, like, humble and, like, uh, nice lady. Uh, yeah, and I want to say make sure to check out Alex on Space Force, May 29th on Netflix, Start, the show stars Steve Carell and is created by Greg Daniels, who also created The Office. So, so make sure to watch Space Force on Netflix. That's, I know it's going to be the number one show in the world. And I know Alex is going to, like, people are going to love Alex, like, seeing him on, on Space Force. For sure. That's going to be an amazing show. And we hope this episode shows you guys a little bit more about Alex himself, because he tells us a lot about his life and some amazing stories. So we hope you guys enjoy it for sure. Yeah, thank you, guys. It's your boy, Rob. It's your boy, Blee. Hope you guys enjoy. Yes, sir. TSF talk. So what's life been like during the entire, uh, you know, COVID-19 situation? And how have you stayed busy? Well, uh, look, in the beginning, it was fun. In the beginning, it was kind of interesting. You know, everything new, like people wear masks, like everything, <laughs> like, like, ooh, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a movie. In the beginning, it was like something is creepy and interesting is going on yeah yeah <laughs> it was like something definitely new for the whole world and uh, uh well I, i've made a music video like in the beginning it was kind of like kind of some even, even like a little bit some inspiration you can mm. get from that. but uh literally for last month i've been just sitting home <laughs> like i have lots of things to do in my house like 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 right here behind me it's a little like little rehearsing stage um like lots of like you know film things like for example if i would just turn my camera here there's a green screen oh, nice. wow. so like in, in every room i have something to do yeah but like i have a recording studio in my house i have everything i even have a, uh, i'm gonna show you hey hey mozart <laughs> 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 so cute, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> yeah, so he's uh, my one, my one and only. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but uh, you know, at some point, I just realized that, like, that I literally I haven't seen people. Yeah. Like, like of course online. Like the only connection I we do have right now, it's internet. Yeah. Like right. going online, we like even we have an interview online. We have like living online yeah and it's a huge yes yes and it's a huge <laughs> it's a huge change for the whole world because i don't know how how are we supposed to yes again how are we supposed to go back from that because 
uh, like many people are saying that like for, they have an emails from their job that if you're not comfortable to going back to your job to like if, if you feel not safe you can go from you can work from home mm. yeah like whoa yeah <laughs> like, like what are we going to do that's and crazy I, you know for me as a, as a singer performer uh, that I, i'm so used to be in contact with people yeah like i'm so used to be like at least like a few times a month i'm going on stage i'm performing i i, I feel this you know energies going around like you yeah <laughs> <laughs> so and now like imagine just going live like like on, on instagram tiktok whatever and of course there's like the thousands of people watching but the whole energy is in a room like you cannot really have a feedback and especially yeah. for me it's so important because I like during my live performances usually when I'm performing on, on stage sometimes I don't even sing like for half a song I'm just jumping to people <laughs> yeah. I'm dancing with them I'm hugging them I'm having so much fun there's like there's a real you know the moment of real life and energy is happening right there like wow. you, you cannot just change it with anything what what you can have on the screen because it's it's real it's like it's it's there it's happening uh yeah uh, th this is what i guess i miss the most what's it like being able to represent your family and your country ah to represent my family and my country yes well my my family is extremely proud of me oh sir just thinking jeez my family is extremely proud of me because uh, like i i was born and uh, raised in in a big family in small city in like we've been we've been really poor mm -hmm. and uh, like i had a chance to achieve many things in my life and i did it so my and now i'm helping my family and i'm now like i'm having everything i wanted when i was a kid and of course like my family and my parents especially they are so proud of me and they like every time they, they might support they like they they're everything for me and my country well first of all it's huge, <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> yeah and uh, uh, I guess there's so many people who really supports me through years because uh, I first come to America already kind of many years ago and it's been a it's been a long way because when I first came to America I didn't speak English at all like wow. I sent a music contract and I, I couldn't speak a single word and it was so tough in the studio guys like like you cannot imagine you can imagine you just come into the music studio there's some people they are so talented and, and you're so exci excited and you want to talk to them but you don't know their language yeah wow. this is like like in the and, and all you hear is like yes Alex yeah <laughs> and I'm like yes <laughs> no, oh man i have no clue what they're talking about right now <laughs> yes or no that's all i can that's all i could say uh, so it's it's been a long way since that moment to the moment i'm right now because like tv shows um music um like i'm, I'm working in different countries sometimes like i've been shooting last year i was doing with italy Wow. Now on 29th of May, there's going to be a TV show uh, on Netflix, which yeah. called Space Force. 
starring by uh, John Malkovich and Steve Carell, and I'm playing one of the characters there. So like, like there's like, like I'm going to the place where I guess all those people who've been who's been supporting me through years, who've been believing that, like you know, wherever you came from, you can achieve anything you want if you have. If you if you really have a passion to what you do, if you really love what you, if you really kind of have an idea of your future, there is nothing you can that can really stop you. Uh, so I think like many people are already proud of me in my country. Many people, and uh, there's gonna be more, definitely. Because, That's awesome. Uh, yeah, because I'm not gonna stop. Definitely. And for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. That's that's so great to hear. Like you've you've been so great for your family and for your country. That's you're you're definitely a role model for sure. For many people, I hope so. I hope so. I'm I'm, I'm trying sometimes. I uh and, but you know, we all know. We all know ourselves. Like uh, like you know, you're not perfect. You know, you're not perfect. I don't know. Like in in, in your screen where. Uh, where <laughs> yeah. For me, you're like on the right. Down here. <laughs> Can I move actually? Oh shit! I'm sorry. No. no, no, no. <laughs> it's all it's good. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, but I'm trying to be the best version of myself. Like literally, I'm I'm working on myself. Like I'm, like during quarantine, uh, just because I didn't have a chance to perform a lot, I will, I'm I'm taking vocal classes. Oh wow! Literally, I'm working with a vocal coach, also online. Wow, <laughs> it's crazy, but it's like uh, I guess it's time when you, uh, now it's time when we can learn something new, then we can improve something we've been uh, working on, and we can like uh, like when people were actually a lot of people were asking me about uh, like oh what to do, you know we feel so bored, like we don't know what to do. I'm bored in the house, you know, I was bored, that stuff, you know? <laughs> but I'm saying, guys, like, there's, like, this world, online world, is filled with information. You just have to pick what you want. If you want to learn how to play guitar, you have all the time in the world right now. Like, just take a freaking guitar. <laughs> in a month, you're going to be, you're going to improve your skills so much. And whatever you're going to pick, drawing like singing playing even like producing music whatever you're gonna pick like you're gonna in one month like can you imagine if you would start one month earlier like and every day it's like it's another chance to start something another chance to become better uh, yeah that's it that's for sure <laughs> no, thank you <laughs> yeah so next question um so yeah. obviously we already know you're a man of many talents you're an actor director screenwriter Recording artist, musician, uh, composer, producer, arranger, and professional stuntman. So tell yeah. us about someone or something that inspired you to want to become all of these things. Uh, okay. Um, uh, uh, some of those things that just, just happened. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell it. That's, that's, that's an incredible story of my life, my life, Jordan. Uh, so first of all, I was a musician because my, my brother... He was older and he was he started to play accordion. Just a second. Okay, no, no, I'm not gonna leave you. I'm not gonna leave you guys. Um, accordion. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> so I was a kid. I was a kid 
and I was playing a chordy. Play something like so awesome. that's awesome <laughs> that's so cool uh, yeah and i have it here uh, like right next to green screen because just a few days i was recording a really funny uh, version of justin bieber's song intentions <laughs> and like for tiktok i was just imagining what if justin bieber would be russian <laughs> I, I was singing song with accordion and I, like i'm i'm like I'm, I'm using green screen to connect it with some you know that there was a russian girl is dancing in the background oh wow and it's like it's like hilarious <laughs> and there's jason derulo song also uh with accordion so it's like i'm, I'm having fun mm. uh so i was uh, uh, let's let me just rewind this <laughs> i was a kid i was playing accordion and uh i was playing soccer as well there's two things i loved in my life it's soccer and uh accordion um i i loved actually soccer i love more uh, because it's like it's, it's you playing like literally you're running you're fighting you're like and playing accordion it's most of the time it's you like like during quarantine you're just sitting home and playing that's it that's all you do and then one time a month you're going on the stage and perform sometimes like one time in a few months so it's pretty boring you got to be really kind of concentrated on like you know on this goal right um, and then um uh, so and i had to deal with my parents because i didn't like to play accordion like to be honest i was a kid i was six how could i like to like <laughs> i like it for first two weeks and then i wanted to give up of course like to, I, I said like it's it's boring i don't want to play it anymore it's not fun i thought it's gonna be fun and my my father told me that's a great lesson uh which came back to him nine years ago uh nine nine years later I'm sorry, nine years later, after he told me, because I have a really good memory. <laughs> so he told me, son, if you ever started something, you have to finish it. And then you can do whatever you want. Just take this diploma, you know, take, take this thing that you've made it, and then just give up or choose your way. And if you're gonna be really good at accordion, and if we're gonna be really proud of how you play accordion, you can, be bad at school like to, you can just like just not really we're not going to care about you studying at school because we will be proud of you as a professional wow i said that's a deal since that moment i stopped like learning anything at school like no math no nothing like I don't know nothing. I don't know even like 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 how can I count money when I go in the store because since like my second grade I was not learning anything. But oh all the God. teachers like uh, literally, literally I'm like serious, damn serious. But teachers, they saw me like I was a very nice and sweet guy, and I didn't know anything, but they knew that like every month I'm performing on the stage of our school, playing accordion, and I'm really good at it. So they see that I'm actually, you know, kind of kid with some kind of a idea of his life. Yeah. Uh, so they were kind of that. 
Alexei, because my Russian name is Alexei. Alexei, you have to, can you just, uh, you know, you have to try to learn. I said like, well, but you know, last year I already kind of stopped learning these things. So now it's a little too late to try to catch up with that, you know, because all the kids already know, they know so much more, but you know that I'm a Korean player. I have a future and I have to be concentrated. And they, they, so they kind of saw, you know, this kind of structure of my life and they, they were just putting me with some girls who's been studying really good and they allowed me, all of them, honestly, I'm so thankful for that. They allowed me to just sit next to uh, good girls and just write whatever they write. Wow. <laughs> I, was, I was literally sitting on every class and just, just writing like how it's supposed to be written without even trying to you know, trying to hide it <laughs> so, and uh, like few teachers they've been like you're so talented you you can do this you know now sit down and learn this <laughs> i said literally right now they said yes yeah, sit down and learn it was a uh, class of literature and there was some shakespeare thing and i fell in love after that with shakespeare uh, there was some, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was actually really uh, also like life-changing thing. Some small thing. She said, you have to sit and learning because uh, all the kids learned it at home. I said, I was working and I was, I was preparing for the contest as a coordinator player, which is true. And they said, just sit and learn right now because I'm not going to give you, you know, uh, the, the, how you call it? Because in Russian, we have counting like from, uh, from two to five. Two is really bad. Five is really good. Mm. And when you learn, when, when you... Yeah, so like, like an A, like an A here. Yeah. So, and, or if it's really bad in America, it's... An F, F. F. So she told me that she's not going to give me F and I have to sit and learn. <laughs> and I said, I said, okay, I said, I, I didn't care about F, honestly, like, okay, F, F, my, my parents would, they would, they wouldn't give an F, you know, my parents, like, <laughs> okay, yeah, like, oh, they me, <laughs> like that, I'm good accordion player, they okay, just fix it yourself, and you know, just make sure that no one is going to call us, that's what my parents would tell me. <laughs> so, um, and I was sitting during the class, uh, kids were just going on uh, in front of the class and they were Shakespeare to be or not, or some, something else. They were just reading something. And I started to read Shakespeare's sonnets. Sonnets? Yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, about love. And I was like, whoa. It kind of opened the whole new world for me. <laughs> I've learned one, uh, one piece of it. In the end of, uh, of, of this uh, class, I also came and I, I was, an, I, have, I have a really good memory, thank God. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I did every, everything great and, and this teacher, she was so proud of me. She was actually proud of herself because she kind of forced <laughs> me to learn something and she was showing off, you know, like, you see, I can, you know, I can kind of make it, make anyone to be the best version of themselves. And I fell in love with Shakespeare. After that, I was like literally reading like Shakespeare. I started to read it and I was, whoa, it's so amazing. Like all the, tr all the twists of the words, like how come S monologues and I really fell in love. So, okay, uh, screw that. Uh, I was an accordion <laughs> player and I finished uh, nine grades. We, fin we finished like to finish the uh, school in Russia. We 
finished nine grades. I finished nine grades, so it's been nine years I've been playing accordion. And I decided to, uh, that I need to change my life, that I know what I want to do. And I don't want to play accordion for the rest of my life, which was very not understandable for my parents uh, because they've been sitting on, uh, on the kitchen, in the kitchen, doesn't matter. So I came there, I'm 15, I'm 15. I came there and I said, mom, papa, I'm not gonna play accordion anymore. I'm gonna be a singer. And this pause, <laughs> they looked at each other, like, what, what do you mean you're not gonna play accordion? It's your profession, it's what you're doing really good and we're really proud of you. I said, I know, but I don't wanna do it for the rest of my life. I'm sorry, I wanna sing, I like it. I just wanna sing, this is my thing. <laughs> I cannot do anything. I just, I, I enjoy the moments when I sing. Mom was so freaked out. She was like, <laughs> so you want to give up your profession? You're going <laughs> to destroy your life just because you want to sing. <laughs> Mom was crying. <laughs> father was, father didn't know what to do because that was his dream. When he mm. was a teenager, he wanted to sing. So he kind of could relate to me. Oh, wow. Uh, but uh, he, uh, uh, they couldn't tell me any kind of big reason for me to not, not, for me to not sing. And then I already knew what I'm going to say. Uh, I told them, okay, look, mama, papa, listen, if you're not going to let me do what I want to do in my life, and I will still play accordion, and something will go wrong in my life, and I'm going to be not happy, you're going to be the reason of me not being happy for the rest of my life. Do you really want it? Or are you gonna let me do what I want? Maybe I'm gonna make a mistake. Maybe I'm gonna come back to something. Maybe I will understand something. Maybe I will learn something. Maybe it's my destiny. We don't know. But you're gonna be always my support. Mwah. Another pause. They didn't know what to say. <laughs> Mom, she was in tears. She's like, but please do not stop playing accordion, son. Please do not. Just, you know, continue to play and sing, okay? So I started to sing. Uh, uh, <laughs> got really deep in the character, you know? <laughs> so, I started to sing. Uh, and in one year, I started to win all the competitions. Uh, my father and mother, they started to be really proud of me again. They realized that like their son is like, I'm bringing the gold medal from the, like, the biggest competition uh, in Russia. Yeah. Like, it's like really huge. Like even together, you have to go through three competitions, like Olympic champions game, like, but in art. Wow. It's huge in Russia. There was like kids from China, kids from anywhere. Like, and wow. I brought a gold medal from there because wow. I was That's amazing. I, of course, my, my father for the first time in my life took a picture with me, like with a like with an artist. You know, he said, "Okay, put a medal," and uh, he stood right ne next to me, like, you know, like like, he stood, like, <laughs> like yeah, you see, that, that's, yeah. that's my son. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh. So yeah, and that was a uh, kind of. And every time I was going on the stage, this is how I realized you have to, you can find your, uh, like, your 
not destiny maybe, but, but it's like love. Like, you know, yeah. when you fall in love, you know it right away. You're not kind of questioning yourself. You're just kind of, whoa. And there was something what you cannot really explain to yourself. And it's, it's just something what, oh, it's just way more different from any other person. It's something different. You just feel, oh. So when I went on the stage as a singer for the first time, I remember the same feeling. I just went there, audience, me, and I'm like, and like, I just, you know, I was so just diving. Uh, I just, I was diving in this happiness. Yeah. I didn't think about how I look. I didn't think about what I do. I was just, uh, I couldn't compare this feeling to anything else. And that's why it became, I realized that like, I possibly did, did the right decision in my life. Because when I was playing accordion, I never had this feeling. I was just doing my job. I was really good doing my job. Right. And finally, I was. I felt like I'm, I'm like I'm in love, like I'm free. Uh, that in, uh, so, and that's me. I'm 16, on a stage, totally happy doing my thing. Then I went to, I came to Moscow, and it's funny because I was in a small city from poor family, as I told you, mm -hmm. and like, and I was really good, and people were asking me, "What you gonna do?" And I was damn serious, and I was, I was telling like. Well, I'm going to go to Moscow. I'm going to go to some, you know, TV show for competition. I'm going to win it. Uh, and then I'm going to be a superstar. Hey. That's my plan. <laughs> and people, they were laughing at me because like, what the hell, you know? What the hell is this kid is thinking about himself? Because people from small cities are not becoming popular. Mm. It's like, you know, it's impossible. No one, like you gotta be from some, some kind of wealthy family, you gotta be somebody because there was no time of internet. Now, you know, uh, like after like f few years, there's gonna be Justin Bieber, like, but it still was the time when internet was just kind of a, some kind of thing. I didn't even have a computer back then. I was 16, I didn't know how to use computer, uh, like at all, because I didn't have it. We didn't have it in my family. It was too expensive. Um, even though it was not, of course, but we, can, we couldn't afford it still. Uh, and of course, like in one year, I went to Moscow. I won a song competition, X Factor. Yeah. I signed a music contra contract with Universal Music. Then I started to, like, had the first role as an actor, uh, um, which I'm not really proud of, honestly, because I wasn't really good. From my opinion, I'm always very, I'm criticizing myself so much for everything I do. I'm one of these people, you know, who cannot just enjoy the, what, what you achieved or what you've done. You're like, ah, you know, I, I could do a little better. I could, I could change this, you know, always know how to improve something, how to make it better, always. Like I cannot just, you know, oh, I did great. I did great, but I could do better. That's like me, always. Yeah. Uh, so I went to acting school and I've been, I've, been studying there for two years and then some different competitions uh, music videos then signed music contract with uh, American producer Redbond and came to America and here I go the moment where I don't speak English I hardly can use computer I'm in America <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like when I'm trying to record a song it sounds awful <laughs> because I cannot pronounce these words. I've never done it. 
when we were learning English in school. I was playing accordion and I've been telling to my teacher like, I'm sorry, ma'am, if I ever going to need it, I will learn it. But for now, you know, I have a competition, accordion competition next week. So can I just go? You can, like, if you want, you can like F, put me F, like give me F or whatever. <laughs> like, oh, I will fix it later. <laughs> so I realized that I was wrong. I was wrong because I couldn't understand any single word. Here's a great story about that. Uh, when, when you understand that you're in a different world, how, how much time do we have? No, we have, we have unlimited time. We're on your yeah. time, honestly. It's okay. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So that's the uh, coolest, uh, like it's a really funny story. At least it's really funny for me. I am just, I just came to America. And you know, in America, every person, when you just see somebody and actually, now I miss it. Everybody asking, hey, how are you? So I just came to America. I hardly can answer any question because I know like few words. Yes, no, coffee, because it's the same in Russian word, coffee. Mm, wow. <laughs> it's the same coffee. It's like everywhere <laughs> coffee. <laughs> so, uh, and everybody, everybody asking me the same question. Hey, how are you? So now just understand in Russia, if someone asking you, how are you? It means that they really care. It means that you know that you that you at least friends because just a stranger on the street is not going to ask you, how are you? So I assume in my mind, I don't know anything about this culture that my god you know people possibly understand that i'm from a different country and they really care about how how do i feel or how how how's it going they ask me all the time every and each person and i'm every time i'm trying to explain it and i think i'm gonna take it as a lesson you know i'm gonna i'm gonna learn from that i'm gonna be open to these people because they really care they're different. They're really open. They're way more different from what I've seen in my life. So I was telling and explaining the, life, the story of my life to everyone, each person who's been asking me, how are you? And I was starting like, well, you know, uh, yesterday I uh, arrived from Russia on the airplane. Airplane arrived uh, and uh, I didn't sleep well. So I was starting to, like, you know, I was trying to put all the words I could honestly say because airplane, it's almost the same in Russian, like aeroplane. So it's oh. like, you know, so, some words I could explain. Uh, and of course, like in three days, I got really tired because every time I was trying to, I was just scared to go somewhere to get a coffee because barista will definitely ask me, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'm like, Two days uh, earlier, I came from Russia, and I'm again. I'm starting to explain the whole thing that I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and people, they look at me like kind of. I assume that people in America they used to see crazy people, you know, like, <laughs> like you know, some crazy guy, some crazy dude walking on the street, <laughs> like talking to somebody. And people kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bro, he's, he lives like uh, here in the basement. No, like people kind of, oh, oh. so they, they've been looking at me like, poor guy, probably he lost his mind, you know, like, <laughs> I was explaining to every, each person I saw, 
the story of my life until I got in the studio and I asked some people there, why everybody asking me how I am? I'm tired of answering this question every time. It takes me like a couple of minutes to, you know, to put words together. They said, what are you answering? And I started to <laughs> tell the story of my life to those guys in the studio. They said, bro, you don't need to do that. Just say, I'm fine. I said, what do I mean about it? Like, like people really care about me. They want to know, how do I feel? Because I'm a foreigner. I'm from different country. I'm like, am I okay? Maybe I need some help. So, and they said, no, it's, a, you know, the thing. We have it. So like, we just ask people, you know, to kind of communicate. No, how are you? And you just have to say, I'm fine. Or I'm good. Whatever. I said, are you sure? I said, damn, yeah. And my life changed. Because like, <laughs> next time I, I came to Starbucks, <laughs> well, honestly, the next time when I came to Starbucks, there was the same barista and he didn't ask me. He didn't ask me. <laughs> okay. After this next time when I came to Starbucks and there was somebody and they're like, who are you? Which one? And I'm like, I'm fine. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, boom. I didn't even want a coffee anymore. I just want to go after that and come again and just do it again, you know, right away. <laughs> ask me, guys, I'm ready. I'm ready. Just ask me like, all right, I'm fine. <laughs> Thanks. That's it. Uh, so that was my fir first few days in Los Angeles. They've been just connected with the question, how are you? And it's been really tough. It's been really tough. Wow. Uh, and then, and then uh, things are getting together step by step. And, in and I guess it's seven years ago, I think, or six years ago. Um, I I went I I was in PCH uh, and uh, the girl was driving my car, Porsche Speedster, like a James Dean car. You know, it's my dream car. It's in my garage. I I still I still love this car. And uh, I had a car accident. And during car accident, it was pretty small car accident. She just drove from the road because she thought that some car is going, like gonna hit us. So she wow. turned from the road on, on, on the side of the road and hit some stone there or something, I don't know. Uh, so I woke up in the hospital and uh, doctors in, uh, told me that uh, I've been in kind of coma. Oh wow. For one day. And uh, I had a stroke. And uh, I'm 20, I just, I just became 20, 26, I guess it was uh, right after my birthday. And it was uh, like, I didn't even know what, what's that stroke. And one thing I remember that I, again, I don't remember any English. Like half of my body is not moving for some reason. Like my hand is like, I'm laying down on, and I cannot say because like something is wrong and uh, some doctor talking in some language I remember that I knew this language before but I don't understand any single word again and he's saying stroke and it's ringing a bell that stroke is like it's like in bowling strike it's connected with that word only <laughs> so I assume I'm in the bed, have my body paralyzed, and he's saying, uh, you have a stroke. I'm like, okay, 
it's something good. It's definitely something good because in a bowling, the strike, it's when you hit everything, right? Yeah. yeah. So I had something good. I just have to wait a little. That's what I was thinking. Mm. <laughs> so I didn't select them. <laughs> and I couldn't understand anything. And I was like, one day later, I still feel weird. My face is like this. I cannot speak. Like when they give me some food, it's falling from my mouth. Uh, like my hand is not moving at all and I cannot feel it. Half of my face, I also cannot feel it. Everything is so weird and I don't understand what's going on. And they say, uh, I started to understand things only when they showed me my MRI test. And they showed that that 25%, which is a huge thing right here of my of right side of my brain, is affected. It basically died. That's what they told me. Wow. Only after that, I realized that something horrible happened. It's been like a few days later. And that's honestly, I was shocked because before that, I was kind of, you know, like something is really funny happening. You know, something is really funny because like I cannot feel my face like after like, can you imagine like you've been a dentist and they put a lot of things here and you just don't feel anything. And you're like, well, you're yeah. like, so that was me and I don't feel a hand and I'm like, that's cool. That's interesting. I don't remember anything. Something is really funny. Like everything is so funny for me. Doctors speaking at some kind of language I cannot really understand. <laughs> and then after a few days, I see this MRI and I understand what actually happened. And for, I guess, maybe one day, I was really uh, shocked because I realized all the words started to came together because they've been saying like, we cannot promise that you ever gonna be like how you were before, uh, that you ever gonna be able to sing, to uh, like, to be normal, like not, not normal, but be like, uh, do those things you've been doing before. And I just, all those things that, you know, they started to, and I was just in my bed. And uh, the, like every night for the next few days, I was just like, I was, I was thinking that I'm gonna just fall asleep, I'm gonna wake up and everything is gonna be fine. I'm just gonna, I, need to, I just need to fall asleep and I will wake up and it's just because it's impossible. Like what happened, it's impossible. I've been super healthy person. I've been doing stunts. I've been jumping from a roof of like 30, 30th floor out with only one rope, without any cables, without anything. I've been doing some crazy stuff. Oh man. And, I, uh, and uh, so I've been always like uh, in sport. It's just impossible. Mm -hmm. It's just, no, it's, it's not real. Literally, it cannot be real. So after a few days, I realized that it's actually real because I was waking up and I was the same and nothing was changing. Uh, and the doctors, they, uh, when I, I've heard once, one of the doctors told me that, you know, we cannot, you know, promise that something will be kind of, you need to work, we're gonna like do, do give you some medication. And I realized that, I don't know, that's not how it's supposed to be. Right after that moment, when I realized that they cannot actually promise me that I'm gonna be uh, okay, why the hell I'm gonna, why, why the hell should you listen to them and to that you know we cannot really promise you cannot promise that I'm gonna fucking go I'm sorry for this part but that's no, what's okay. going on in my mind 
that I'm gonna go. Guys, you cannot help me. I'm sorry. I I'm leaving. Because I need to stand up somehow. Uh, so, and they, no, 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 you should not, you should not. I say, I don't care. And after that moment, I literally start to go back to my life really quick. Really quick. Because I was forcing myself every day to stand up, to talk. I was trying to move my face uh, when the food was falling out of my mouth because I couldn't just swallow it. I was just holding my mouth until I will swallow it. I was just forcing myself to do everything. I was forcing my hand. I was trying to do everything with my left hand because it was not moving. So I was just literally trying to grab pen. And it was like, you know, when you just, for hours, you, I was just f forcing my body to uh, learn again. And it, it's been uh, like, I started to improve really quick after that. Like doctors, they've been actually, they've been like, because the process, because I guess the mind, brain started to understand, okay, we need to just to do something. We need to, you know, fix this, 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 this. So it started to find new ways because this part is still dead. It's like, like I had an MRI last year and it's the same fucking 25% of the right side of the brain, which is, I'm going to tell it, right side of your brain. Doctors are saying it's a creative sign. Wow. Bullshit. <laughs> after like, after 25 of right side of my brain died, uh, I became way more creative than I was before. Uh, like only wow. after the stroke, I started to write scripts. I started to direct things. I, I've learned way more in last uh, six years than I've learned in all my life. Like, because I had to relearn everything. And I was trying, when I was trying to find out what I'm gonna do, like, okay, when I realized I cannot sing because one of my vocal cords is not moving. Wow. Okay, uh, but literally half of body affected. One of vocal cords is not moving, I cannot sing. Once I was just, it was the first time and it's a crazy story, I'm gonna share. I just came back home after hospital. I already feel kind of, you know, very, very, you know, when you kind of, it's a mixture of feeling because kind of you feel fully, you have so much energy and anger for some reason. I don't know why, but it's just how it is. Mm -hmm. Because you just want to do everything. You just came back from somewhere you couldn't exist. And I'm just turning on piano and I'm hitting a note. Wow. And I'm like, and it's like, Tang. and I'm like, uh, and I'm like, what the hell is what that sound was? It was definitely not me because the note was different. I've been singing since, since, since I was been, I've been a musician. So like, it's impossible for me to not hit the right note. Right. And I'm like, Dun, uh, uh. for next hour, or I don't know how long it was. I was just hitting the same note and I was trying the, to get in pitch in, in, in tune like, and I couldn't make it because one of the vocal cords was not moving. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh my God, that was the moment when I just, I was literally was, I don't know. Uh, that was, I guess, kind of the, uh, 
scariest moment of my life, I think, uh, because that's the thing I was uh, kind of the most afraid of, to lose uh, what I was, uh, what I love to do. Uh, and, uh, oh, sorry. Max, you good, you don't good. worry, man, don't worry. Um, yeah. And this is when I started to uh, learn uh, all the new things. Uh, I started to edit videos. Uh, I wrote my first script for a short movie, uh, which I did uh, three months later as a director. Wow. And uh, I directed that my short, short film, which won 10 or 15 movie festivals. And I wow. edited everything myself. I wrote music for this movie. So I started to be on the other side of the camera. I started to spend so much time in my head. I started to write things all the time. I, I, was, try, I was working with two or three vocal coaches at the same time uh, because they've been doing like different, different things and they've been trying to kind of make sure that my vocal cord is gonna move again. Mm -hmm. So and after, I guess after one year, I went back on the stage and I, I didn't lose only just a, uh, just a pitch. I lost the sense of rhythm I couldn't play accordion because like, you know, my left hand is playing in a different rhythm. I know it's crazy, but this is how it just works. Right side of your brain is, uh, is kind of working with the left side of your body. So when I was playing instruments, like I'm playing dun, 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 and when I'm trying to play together, dun, dun, it's like dun, 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 dun. Mm. it goes in different rhythm. They are not connected. They just disconnected, like two right. parts of your body are disconnected. And that's, Okay, so I've been learning and working every day, really, really hard. And I was forcing myself, like in a hospital, I was just forcing myself when it was uh, crazy. Now, I, and you just have no idea how much I was laughing at the same time. Wow. There was a sometimes crazy laugh because I felt like I'm going crazy because it's unreal, mm -hmm. still unreal. I was laughing because it was just funny. Like, it's fun. Like, I'm a professional accordion player and I cannot, like, what the hell? This is funny. I have to feel yeah. like, you know, like, like, because no one is going to believe me, you know, like, no one. Like, I was laughing and crying at the same time, and it was a crazy, crazy time in, in my life. And then suddenly, I went back on the, on the stage for the first time as a singer. I came back. Uh, then everything, I started to feel much better. And uh, I already, I was doing so many different which I haven't done before. Wow. I've learned in one year so many things. Like how to do this, 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 this. I wrote uh, the full score for a feature film. Just wow. an orchestra, or orchestral score, like just sitting home with my laptop. Wow. Because I was already so much in production. I was like spending every night working keys, keys play instruments. I, I search everything. Uh, and yeah, so it ended up that this uh, moment in my life actually stopped me like a wall, but when I just went over it, I've learned much more and I became much more and I became way more different, I guess. Started to direct every music video like for the last six years, all the music videos, uh, all uh, they've been written and directed and edited by me all the music which I'm singing was written by me because before that I was just, I was a singer and I, you know, I was not really in writing music. I was 
uh, yeah, I was playing instruments. I could just, you know, get, get some idea like, oh, let's just use this melody or I was just trying things. But uh, when I actually lost an ability to perform, I started to do everything inside of my head. And that gave me some, so much in my life. And uh, I achieved way more things, I guess, after that. No, thank God. No, yeah, that's yeah. an amazing story. Cool. Like, thank God you're such a positive like person, and, and you believe in yourself. Like, uh, that's amazing, man. Yeah, thank you. And uh, uh, of course, again, my family—they've uh, been supporting me, of course, very much. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. All right, so and, yeah, <laughs> we've been almost through all like of the most important moments of my life because yeah. after that, new songs, new music, new movies, a great acting experience. Like uh, three years ago, I did a, a TV show on Lifetime Channel, which uh, which called Unreal, one of my favorite characters. And honestly, like I, I was playing there, ballet dancer. And I've been uh, like, thankfully, when I was a kid, I liked to, I liked to dance. Really, I was I was dancing ballet also. Mm. So, uh, and wow. That's yeah, amazing. I didn't tell yeah, and this ballet dancer, he's like worldwide superstar ballet dancer, who's drug addicted, alcoholic, you know, bisexual, totally crazy, twisted person who can you cannot just predict what he's gonna do. Wow. And I love this character so much. It was one of the hardest ones in, in my life because like, how do I play the person who I never met? You know, oh, like yeah. I've never seen that kind of person. Oh, so I, I, had, I had to do so much research on that character. So many things like, how do I act? Because I've never, okay guys, like here's the story. I've never done any drugs. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of proud of it because I'm, I'm sure it. Nice, yeah, for sure. Like honestly, I'm I'm scared of it. I think it's a dangerous thing. Us so, too. Yeah. I, I, Same here. <laughs> so, like, uh, uh, and uh, and when I was playing character who is like literally drug addicted in the you know, in the last stage of being drug addicted, he's like mm. totally. He's already kind of existing in oh. the, in a way more different way than anyone I ever saw, and. Uh, so I've been doing just research. I've been watching online video. I've been watching videos online how people are, are you know, acting, reacting when they are under some kind of uh, drugs. It's been a very interesting process to get into this character. And, and that in some movies in Russia, America, Italy. Um, and here I am in California, <laughs> beautiful place, city, uh, living, living my dream up. Oh, I'm living my dream. I didn't tell you that uh, because, like, I've been dreaming about to live in the house with a swimming pool. Here we go. Hey, nice. swimming pool. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome, man. That's beautiful, yeah. man. All right, so, so I have a question now about Space Force. So, how yeah. did it feel to land a, a spot on Space Force? Like such a big show. Uh. I, that was very unexpected, I'm going to tell you, because I, I did a self-tape. I was in Stockholm working in the, in the music studio, and in the night I came back to the hotel. I had this audition, one of the, you know, tens and hundreds auditions in my life. 
like because like it's let's get into your uh, to your email you're just seeing this okay put in the phone uh in the lines on front there lowering lines and then doing self-tape send it to to casting and of course i didn't expect to mozart no i didn't expect to <laughs> like you know if if actors will expect callback from every audition they do they will go crazy honestly because like it it, it means to sit and wait next to your phone and just they can go right now <laughs> you know they can go right now no yeah. you just yeah. do this you do it the best you can yeah. send it and forget do your thing live your life and this is how it's supposed to be otherwise you might go crazy or disappointed at yourself or all or give up or give up on your dream because oh my god I have 50 of these and no one called me back. Maybe 51st is going to be the, the one that was meant to be for you. So you just have to just do this. Uh, and I already uh, forgot about that audition. I was, I was in Russia and uh, um, I went from the stage. I was performing and uh, I had a text message from my manager that that after tomorrow you have a first day uh, of shooting with Steve Carell. Wow. With Steve Carell wow. Netflix in Los Angeles. Wow. <laughs> it's amazing. And I'm like, after tomorrow. <laughs> and guys, to fly from Moscow to Los Angeles, it's 12 hours. Wow. Only to fly. And I have to book this flight and they're waiting for an answer. Am I going to be able to be at 6 a.m. in the morning wow. in Los Angeles? No way. Which wow. means that I have to go to the airport right now, like without even thinking, and try to catch the flight, like right now, because it goes, I believe, one time a day. It goes around, uh, it, it, like in the first half of the day in, in, in Moscow. So uh, I had to go home, uh, and in very first thing in the morning, I had to go to the airport to make sure that in 12 hours, thankfully, time difference works it's 10 hours forward in russia so uh, basically i'm gonna be exactly like perfectly in time if i will go right next morning to america wow. i can make it. so we're booking a flight right away we're booking a flight <laughs> i'm like I'm, I'm not even freaking packing like i don't even <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't need to pack i'm just packing my laptop some charges you know that, that's like some, some stuff camera right. because i like to film things um so and so i'm flying everything is perfect i'm falling asleep and i'm waking up after 12 hours no 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 after 10 hours i'm waking up and uh we're in iceland wow <laughs> what <laughs> that's crazy iceland. and i'm saying uh, uh i'm a first place first class passenger so i'm asking i'm sorry are you sure it's not los angeles because like we <laughs> at least pretty close she said yes i'm sure it's in iceland and we had an emergency stop because one of the people on, on board uh, felt really bad so we had to turn our flight wow wow make an emergency stop in Bruh. iceland which is again from iceland to los angeles it's i guess around eight or nine more hours anyway oh, because yeah. like we've been flying that direction and then suddenly we stop there from here and 
I have to go there. Wow. So I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so when I arrived to Los Angeles, the uh, only one thing I had to do is just take, a, take an Uber and go straight on set. Wow. And I made it exactly at 6 at six a.m. I was on set after, I don't know, it's like 18 hours flight, 20 oh my hours flight. Wow. I came on set, but still I was so excited, you know, like, because like, like right away I'm going to fitting. Uh, they put in a, uh, the costume on me and they're saying, like, how, how do you feel? Like, I don't fuck at all. <laughs> I'm here somehow I've made it and like you know 24 hours ago I was in Moscow and I didn't even know them that I'm gonna be in, in that TV show then 12 hours ago I was in Iceland which I also didn't expect to be you know like, <laughs> what? like how do I feel I feel great I feel awesome the suit is great I'm ready to do my job just give me my lines because I haven't read script I don't know I don't even know like what is my character so right. Just, the only one thing I know is like what was in audition. So and then I'm going on set. I see Steve Carell. Wow. And he and he says right away, "Oh, Alex, great self tape. I love it." Like, wow. No like, way. You, you, you saw my self tape. Like, he's one of the producers of the show, so he's actually you know of course he's accepting. I, I assume that he so maybe he just told me that he saw. I don't. I still don't know. But he told me, of course I. Of course, I've seen it. Great self tape. Anyway, I, I, I was like, yeah, can I take a picture with you? I said, of course. Like, well, we have seen it in a few minutes. Like, together, we will have even footage, you know, like, pretty soon. Pretty soon. So I took a selfie with him. I was extremely happy. Then, uh, next day, I had a scene, and there was uh, John Malkovich, Steve Carell together, and me, and we're playing a scene. And I'm like, oh, uh, this life is amazing. Could I ever think, you know, being a little kid in, in, in Russia, in a small city, in a poor family where like sometimes my mom could and papa couldn't get us some food. Could I think that one day I'm going to be filming Hollywood in a huge studio in the middle of Hollywood and I'm going to be, be just standing and acting, you know, and acting. I'm going to be freaking, not just standing, I'm going to be acting with there's gonna be John Malkovich and I'm gonna be like, I know. <laughs> and I'm gonna like do that stuff. I wow. couldn't think about that, but that's why this life is amazing because it's just, you just have to, I guess sometimes say yes, even though like uh, I was, when I was doing this self tape, I was so tired. It was 1 a.m. I was in a hotel in Stockholm, again, time difference. And I've been working in the studio all day. Mm -hmm. And of course, I felt like oh, self-tape again after the 50 self-tapes I've, I've done before and I didn't have a call back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, this feeling like you just don't really... And then, no, I have to do this. Like, you put in a phone and then suddenly you're in Hollywood in, in with, surrounded in, by huge production, great great actors you've been watching for years and you know like what they able and capable to do on set see them do doing their stuff live it's like I'm, i've learned so much when i'm watching actors on set i've been learning like very much and steve Carell, he's he is great steve Carell, he's like he, in one take he's you know he's like this 
there was a choreography in a scene. In every scene, there was choreography because DP guy, the cameraman, should mm -hmm. know exactly where you're gonna go. You cannot just, you know, like, you know, I'm gonna improvise. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the DP guy with the director was gonna tell him, like, what the hell was that? I was, you know, I felt like I wanna stand up and jump. Yes, but this is a freaking close up. It's like this. Mm. We should know that you're gonna stand up and jump. If you wanna do this, just let us know. We need to put another light to make sure that we're gonna see you there. You know, it's a movie. You cannot just, like in a theater, you just felt like, <gasps> and you just do more jump. No, no one is going to see this. It's a camera. It's, it just sees what it sees. Right. Hey, no, Alex, Alex, that's it. So, and I've been watching choreography. And Steve Carell, he's perfectly, you know, the choreographer of the scene, he's doing exactly the same uh, choreography, but he's changing himself inside of the scene so much. So like during one take, he's trying this. During another take, he's like, in one take, he's like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> In second take, we're just doing a scene, he's like, mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 so, and It's like, you know, but uh, so, different things every time he's like giving like different options to himself and he's try and that was the first day of the whole season so of course he was trying to find the character what he's capable of you know doing how he can move it you know. but it was so interesting to just watch him because he uh, he's great and of course like such an experienced actor producer and uh, just he's awesome so. For yeah. sure, that's incredible. We like we're big fans of The Office and Steve Carell, so to hear like good things about him like makes us happy. <laughs> and uh, okay, it it makes you even more happy. He's extremely sweet person. He's very very nice. Like every time I was asking him to take a picture with him, he was saying, "Yeah, of course, of course." Hey, very, it, it was very nice, very nice of him. Yeah, yeah, he's super cool. That's awesome. All right, guys, we have something to announce. Um, from Vicky Bakery now that things are starting to open back up again. So all Vicky Bakery locations are back and opened at normal times. Each location is following all safety guidelines, including all employees are required to wear masks and gloves at all times. In addition, all customers must wear masks when in the bakery and the six feet apart rule is in place at all locations. Yeah, and make sure to check out our newest location that just opened up in Palmetto Bay and make sure to head to vickybakery.com as we are shipping pastelitos de guayaba, pastelitos de queso, and pastelitos de guayaba and queso nationwide. Uh, make sure to follow Vicky Bakery on Instagram and Twitter at Vicky Bakery and like their page on Facebook. Vic Vicky Bakery, guess sweet it is. All right, so I have a question now. Um, so obviously you have a lot of like passions. So what are some like future passions or plans that you hope to pursue in the near future? In near future, I'm going to release more and more music. Uh, I'm going to sing uh, just more American music, uh, uh, new music videos. I'm, I'm constantly thinking about some concepts, like what I want to film, what I want to do, uh, but how do I see it? And I also just, uh, just finished a script for a feature film. Uh, and this is, I guess, one of the things I'm going to work on uh, after all this thing with COVID-19 is gonna be over, I'm gonna start to actually put together the uh, team because one, one Russian huge movie company already interested in doing a movie, but it's like, 
it's it's going to be I guess a collaboration of Russian company, Russian moving company in America. Maybe like a few countries because this movie is going to be really big. Wow, uh, that's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's going to be really, really funny and interesting. And there was like, a, it's really cool to write scripts, uh, honestly, because like, can you imagine like, we all love movies, right? And there's like some type of movies we love more. And uh, of, of course, like when you write in your own script, you put in all the things you would love to see in a movie in your own creation, kind of characters, how you see the main character, lead character, how you want for everything happening it's so interesting for a totally different world which is happening right just only in your mind until people will see it on the huge screen and that's also it's something something incredible uh, the feeling because when i did my first short movie that was exactly what what, what the feeling you know can you imagine like you, you had some ideas in your mind right you've been writing some some things and you've been picturing it like it's going to be like this like this and no one could imagine what 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 what's that because it was only here somewhere here and then suddenly you're sitting in a movie theater and looking at the screen and there's some people around you and they see pictures from your mind wow and this is weird this is it's actually first time first time it's a really weird feeling because <laughs> they're actually looking in your head right inside because yeah. it came from here, you know, and now it's on the screen and you don't know. What are they going to think about your mind? Are they going to think that they, they are they going to think that you're sick or that you're cool or you're talented? It's like, because it's like, it was here. Um, so it's, uh, it's an amazing feeling, an amazing experience. So this is one of the things, music, a movie, uh, definitely. And, and, uh, uh and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe find a girlfriend, get married. Hey. I don't know. Nice. Why man. not? <laughs> during this, actually, during this time, when I was sitting home, I was like thinking, like when you're home alone for one month, for one month, you don't see people only like like right now. Right. I was thinking, I'm kind of missing something in this life, you know, <laughs> like something yeah. is not right. Yeah. Something you should walk here around, uh, talk shit to me, <laughs> tell me, tell me something so I can answer back, you know, play this kind of uh, ping pong game, you know, <laughs> yeah. make jokes, uh, have fun, just watch movies, you know, not, if I'm not falling asleep, that when I'm going to fall asleep together to the morning and we're going to see the sunrise maybe every day because my schedule, I don't know about your schedule, guys, my schedule is ruined i couldn't fall asleep till 7 a.m today and i was oh my god i was trying i went to bed at four and like uh like after like 20 minutes and of course i took my phone right i like uh, i checked the TikTok, blah 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 like okay i'm gonna fall asleep and it's already four minutes again okay, <laughs> minutes again. Oh, okay it didn't work okay i'm gonna check out some, some amazon stuff oh i need this and I don't need it, but I ordered it already because it was 5.30 in the morning. And I thought, oh, dash cam. Damn, yeah. I need it. <laughs> Why? Why? I don't. Really. But in the night, it felt like a great idea. Dash cam. Mm. Of course, I'm going to need it. I'm going to put it on, on a dash of my car. Why? 
Put a GoPro if you really want to film it. Like if it's like such an interesting footage, put a GoPro right. there and film. No, I need a dash cam. <laughs> I'm the proud owner of dash cam now. <laughs> oh man, the crazy things you do in the middle of the night. <laughs> yes. Then again, check the TikTok, Facebook. Someone posted something funny. Oh, it's so funny! It's so funny. And then 7 a.m. and I'm like. Sunrise, <laughs> you know, sunrise at 7 a.m. It's not as beautiful as people are assuming because it's beautiful when the sun is not up, when it's kind of you know, it's what is you see it somewhere kind of in the there, it's about to go up. Yeah, right, yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. The skies are with perfect colors purple, blue, blue, blue. It's all beautiful, and then sun is coming out, and it's like. <laughs> you can barely open your eyes. <laughs> yeah, 7 a.m. You know, like, like, you just, you feel like a vampire, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. That's, that was me at 7 a.m. in the morning. That's funny. Honestly, us, same here. We've been going to sleep like at 5 in the morning every day. It's been really bad. We, we got to do something. We got to do something, guys. I don't know what. I don't know. Like either, either like okay, let's just not take it too serious, right? Perhaps, possibly. I got a brilliant idea. Possibly, like there was some information about that people are not from Earth, right? Right? Yeah. People are just arrived from some other place in the universe. Blah 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 blah. That's why our inner watch started actually to to work in the right way. You know. So basically. We are not supposed to sleep in the night, maybe. Or it's a daytime in some other place and we feel like our body needs to be up because I feel way more creative in the night. In the night, I'm like, hell yeah! Hell yeah! Dash cam! Yeah, me too! Me too. <laughs> yeah, you know, same here. Write a song! Why not? Of course, it's 5 a.m. <laughs> write a song! That's a great idea! Write a song! Yes! <laughs> I, I feel like it's like proper time to create because it's night, everything's dark. And in like in the darkness, like bright ideas are like, you know, like, and sometimes in the morning you understand that it's a piece of shit, but like, it, like <laughs> something, yeah. But sometimes it's something brilliant. It's something brilliant, literally. So yeah. maybe it's something what, how it's supposed to be. Maybe just people been taught that you have to go to sleep at 11, at 10 p.m. Why? Who said that? When it's 10 p.m. here, it means that, like, for example, in Russia, it's 8 in the morning. So, maybe I live in the Russian time. I don't know. Well, mm. <laughs> no, it's a cool thought, guys. That's maybe actually a cool idea. idea. Like, that's a cool thought, I think. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so yeah. I have, I have another question for you. Um, yes. So you have a huge following on Instagram and YouTube. What's it like to have so much support and fans from all around the world? Well, it's kind of, uh, it's it sometimes it's equal to hate, you know, <laughs> I can tell you. Because like, you have, the more following you have, of course, the more hate you have. Mm, right. It's, uh, it's a part of the game. You just got to be ready for it, for it. Because when some people are really in love with you, there's always the other side. Some people who, has, who are going to hate you. And only one thing you have to understand about it, that those people who hate you, they usually don't do anything. 
Yeah, they just really. they, they spend all their time on hate. This is their kind of life goal. Then you don't want to talk talk trash. You know, they wanna they want you to feel bad because this is the only one thing in the world that makes them feel good. And this is very sad. This is very sad. I'm very. I I hope that all those people who ever wrote me something bad, they will find their way. Because the moment they will find something for them, they will. It's like a flower. They will start to feel that the only the only problem they're gonna be afraid. And this is unfortunately they're gonna be afraid to do something because they will think that other people are going to hate them mm-hmm. because of they because of what they've been doing. So it's kind of stopper. And I hope all those people, they're not going to have stoppers because we're humans. Like we're here to achieve something, to create something, to do something. Um, not just buy a uh, uh, dash cam, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so it's sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's, uh, it's uh, you know, you have to... Uh, always think about what you're going to say because um, some message is going to get to people who really need it. Uh, some message you, you just, some things you just not allowed to say, uh, some things n- not allowed. I mean, you're allowed, but if only if it's really like part of your, uh, you really believe in what you see. Like it can be anything, honestly, but only if it's you truly believe that it's like yes this is my position in my life i want to say this yeah this here you go where you can say anything you want but it's a i forgot this word oh it's a responsibility because every word can be a life changer for somebody and i can explain that i was seven years old and there was a soccer game in in my hometown and I was playing in, in a soccer team. And of course, I was just, I was a ball boy during the game. I was giving the ball. And there was one guy, one man. He's a soccer legend in Russia. Wow. He's been a goalkeeper for, he's been great in USSR, you know, since that time. He's a legend. And he's been a goal, goalkeeper in this game. It was like stars of USSR versus stars of my home. So in the end of the game, And I'm running with a piece of paper and a pen to him. I'm running to him to to get a signature. You know, I'm running like tens of other kids. I'm running to him. And it's uh, it's like hundreds uh, degrees uh, Fahrenheit, right? It's like, it's it's really hot. Summer, Mm -hmm. it's an open field. It's really hot. He's wearing the full suit of a goalkeeper. He is so just sweating because it's so hot. And he definitely doesn't want to stand there for half an hour and sign every paper. Right. And I see this, but he is taking first paper, signing it, giving the paper, and he's starting to, he started to sign every piece of paper. Wow. And I was looking at him and, you know, for him, it took like, okay, 15 minutes of his life. It's still a lot, but it wasn't wasted because it, I was looking at him and I was like, if I ever, uh, there was no signs that I ever, you know, going to be someone 
But if I ever gonna be on the position of someone, or when people wants to, like, just piece of my time, I'm gonna be like him. I was just looking at him and he was a role model, like right that second. Mm -hmm. I looked at him and he's a legend. That's why he's a legend. Because he was not like, oh, I'm tired, I wanna go, you know, kids, yeah, 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 thank you. He was not. He, and so it changed something inside of me. So every message, I guess every time the artists, uh, actors, singers, some like popular people are going somewhere, they actually bring in uh, some kind of a message with them because for somebody somewhere they are going to be a role model and that's uh that's the real again this word responsibility to understand that someone will look at you and will think that i want to be like him or like her i want to be like that cool or that good or that bad mm -hmm. it's just a message you want to bring so and thankfully in my life, I was taking really good, I guess, people to look at. I was like impressed by kindness. I was impressed by talent. I was impressed by people when I was watching them. I'm like, how oh, the person can be so talented? The person can be so good. And like, it's like, bring so much good energy to other people, so much inspiration. I was inspired by those kind of people. They are really like the closest to my kind of understanding of the world. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, to hear that you look up like to people like that. Yeah. All right. So my, our next question, uh, what was it like getting to attend the Golden Globes this past year and meeting such like big celebrities such as Brad Pitt, Liza Koshy, oh, and Paul yeah. Rudd? <laughs> That's, that was crazy. That's the moment when I understood that I'm possibly doing something right in my life <laughs> because like you know getting into the party golden globe party or netflix party where i met uh some great stars and i always feel like you know i i know what it's like for i, I like in russia i'm a really big celebrity so if i go to some party there's gonna be people who oh can i take a picture with you blah 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 and of course I, i'm always gonna give my time because when i was a kid i promised to myself mm -hmm. that i'm gonna be like this but I know what it's like when, you know, you always, you also want to have some, some time for yourself. You just want to enjoy maybe, you know, dance yeah. talk to someone you haven't seen for a few years because you live in a different country. Um, and uh, so I, I saw Brad Pitt and I, and I saw that he's like taking a, a hot dog because he's so hungry. He's, he's like <laughs> with a golden globe, with a hot dog, he's very hungry. And, uh, but there's not a lot of people around. It was just the beginning of the party. He came kind of, you know, to kind of, I don't know, say hello and just celebrate with other people. And I couldn't, I could not. I know I've been such a fan for so many years, mm -hmm. for so many years. Like I was trying to copy Brad Pitt when I was just playing my first characters. I was just literally watching him in Fight Club. Wow learning you know the things like what he's doing with his face like why like all of it's like going with a smile like you know like a little bit on, on top of the situation like what he's doing like, like physically i was to be and then i just see the man the myth the legend you know <laughs> so of course i couldn't stop myself usually i'm not going and taking pictures with celebrities because i feel like i don't want to disturb their 
the, their moment of having fun. Right. But here I couldn't, I could not. I just could not. I came, I like it. He was just standing like, like a few meters from me. And I like, I'm so amused. But like, can I take a picture? That's going to be it. And the security guy was like, ah, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he said, yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, let's do it. Oh. And uh, yeah, and he said, let's do it. And uh, of course, the next thing, but he has a piece of uh, the, the hot dog. So, <laughs> so he was like, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> that was like, yeah. He was like, no, I'm okay. <laughs> No way. <laughs> so basically, when you go into my Instagram and you see the picture of Brad Pitt there, just know that he's an amazing, great guy. So our next question for you. So we see that you got your, your Californian uh, boating license and mentioned that you wanted to become a, a sailor if you weren't an artist. That being said, what is one place you could envision yourself uh, sailing to if you were a sailor? Uh, well, uh, well, definitely. First of all, yes, I do have uh, now uh, license to. I'm a captain right now. Wow. So nice! Congrats. Actually, yeah, actually, like uh, you know, like when I was a kid, uh, when someone was calling me Sparrow before <laughs> I got to a soccer team, uh, it 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 was kind of disrespectful. You know, it's kind of disrespect. You know, Sparrow, what did you say? I was always getting into a fight after that. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm damn serious. Like, I was fighting a lot when I was Oh, there. wow. But then, do you remember uh, the um, Captain Jack's parent? Yeah, Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. When they came out, the Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, of course, the, to be a sparrow became kind of really cool. Yeah. When, was some, when someone was uh, just saying, hey, sparrow, yeah. <laughs> Captain Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, and now, now I'm officially Captain Sparrow. Wow! Because I have a I have a license to drive a, a, a boats, and uh, and I know how to do it. And uh, I think it's actually one of my goals. I guess I've been thinking about it for for several months. At some point, I think well, it was it, it was before self isolation when yeah. the world is going kind of in a normal way. Right. <laughs> that wouldn't it be cool to rent a boat for like a month wow. get, grab some food take my dog and just you know on a boat write songs live there just be somewhere like in the ocean and you know go to some island would be just amazing it sounds like a great idea you know i was thinking to you know to really concentrate on myself be self-isolated and you know get something from and now <laughs> I don't need a boat, you know, I don't need a boat to be self-isolated and to, but of course it's a different thing to be in the middle of the ocean uh, and uh, be uh, on the boat in the middle of the ocean. I, I think it's kind of a, one of the things I really definitely want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Mozart is playing in the background. <laughs> It means that someone brought something. Oh, okay. And they already left it. I, I think it wasn't packaged. Maybe it was your, your dash cam. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have, I have a ring which rings when somebody is coming. And actually, I can check out nice. my phone. Who's there? 
who's there? I, I don't know who's there, but I'm gonna check it out like really quick. Yeah, so, no, yeah. no problem. Thank you. Here's what I do with a package when I get a package. I don't touch it first. I just put it on. Oh, yeah, you gotta stay safe. That's smart. Mozart, come back. <laughs> Mozart, let's go. Come on, come on, come on. Mozart, let's go. No, it's okay. Don't worry. No problem. Mozart, no, 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 it is come here. So there's some package from someone. I don't know. Okay, I'll I'll check it out. I'll check it out later. So here's the letter. You see, the guy didn't want to talk to me. Uh, and, oh, he just left a package and left. And what I do when I have a package, this is uh, when the whole thing with coronavirus just started. I bought on uh, on one of the websites two gallons, two gallons of uh, 70% 70 alcohol. Oh, smart, so, yeah. Because I was kind of, you know, when, when something is happening, some people were acting like, oh, you know, it's not serious, blah, 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 blah. I don't care, maybe it's not like, but as soon as we don't know, I was about to get ready. So what I do with that, oh, where's that? I put it in little things like spray like this. Oh, we finally made it to the last question. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So our last question is actually about Mozart. So I got, a, I got my first, I, I got my first puppy over a year ago. I have a miniature schnauzer. And Rob just got his first puppy actually this week. He got to have a niece. Whoa, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, so we wanted to ask you, uh, what's it like having Mozart and what are some of your favorite things to do with him? Oh, and now uh, he's a puppy. He's seven, he's seven month old. Wow. Seven month old. Uh, well, and I had a dog before. Uh, his name was Elvis. It was the same breed. But, uh, you know, I had him when he was already like around eight months old. He was already pretty smart. Mm. And Mozart, when he arrived, come here. Come here. Come here. Yes, my love. We're going to talk about you. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was this, this dangerous guy. He was... <laughs> He was pooping and peeing everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. I was building an Alcatraz for him because, <laughs> because it was like, you know, if you want to poop in a house, at least do it here in this little small location. Right. So, I didn't know what to do. You know, I was talking to him every day, was trying to uh, kind of teach him to pee and poop on the outside. Uh, sometimes it's still not working because like, <laughs> I'm going to bed very late and his, his clock is way more different. Yeah, yeah sure. and that's, that's him. Don't want to listen about that. <laughs> okay. so, but, uh, so he's getting smarter, of course. He understands a lot of things already. He understands, like, just, of course, like, just human speech. 
right. in the moment. But in the beginning, uh, well, obviously it was really fun. <laughs> so uh, having a party as you, having a pot, poppy, as you understand, it's like lots of fun, lots of responsibility. And every time you just try to understand what is going on in his head. Yeah. Why such, one, once he was, he's super friendly. He thinks that all the people in the world are his friends. And dogs as well. He's very friendly with dogs, with people, with everybody. Once we were walking on the street, we were walking just down here. It was like two months ago. And now I was teaching him to walk with no leash, just to listen to me, you know, mm -hmm. to just be in, in, be in touch. Right. And he saw some people. And of course, he's already like, he thinks like those people are gonna be so excited to see him because he's <laughs> beautiful and he has big ears. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> so of course, and I'm like, Mozart, no. I'm like, Mozart, no. And he's like, but you know, he wanted to meet them so much. So he's like, he was like, I'm like, Mozart, no. He's like, <laughs> Mozart, no. And he's like, and then he to run, to run to them. And oh I'm, my goodness. I'm running, running after him, screaming, no! <laughs> he ran through those people. He was running straight home. Just he, he couldn't stop. I was just running on, like, down the street, screaming, stop, stop. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And the road, the road is right next to us. Like it's road in neighborhood, so there's not, not a lot of cars, but sometimes there could be some car. And I don't know which, which direction he's going to run right now. Yeah. So I'm scared. He's scared. We're both running on the street. And like, I don't understand what to do because I understand that when I'm gonna grab him, I shouldn't punish him because she, he shouldn't be afraid of me. Because he should just, he should know that every time I hold him or hug him, there's no danger. Yeah. And it was just killing me because like, I wanted to punish him so much but I knew I cannot yeah. because that he will record this stress as a thing like uh, I might be the danger. Mm. So when I got him, I'm like, Mozart, I love you so much. <laughs> I like, I was just, and so some of the moments are so funny when I'm just watching my, you know, like footage, like when he was a puppy, when he was chewing, he's still chewing everything. He's, anything he can find on the street, he's going to chew. Oh, man. <laughs> anything. Whatever it's going to be. Anything. Thankfully, he's not eating some other shit. Maybe he will. Like, like people are taking Thankfully, people are taking it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, but I'm not sure. Maybe he will try. Maybe. He will try <laughs> um, you know, he's really fun and he is always with me. When I'm in the studio, uh, he's always with me. He's my co-writer. And uh, once it was uh, like he was, I guess, four months old. We were in the studio because before that, I knew that I shouldn't let him go in because there's too many cables, small things. He's definitely going to choose something and right. i started to trust him he was already kind of four months old he's old enough here we go <laughs> we're in the studio everything is great and i'm recording a song and uh, there was a i have a sound booth in my studio 
I actually can, uh, I can try to go there right now. I guess I can, I can show you. So we're in the studio and I'm recording the song in this sound booth. And then suddenly, like in my headphones, there was no sound. I'm like, like what's going on? <laughs> I went out of the booth. I like, I started to check like, you know, something on laptop, maybe like my, sound device disconnect or more or something and then i'm just i'm just looking down and i see that he's chewing the cables oh man <laughs> and again oh. i'm like Mozart! <laughs> i love you so much <laughs> uh, and there and he chewed two cables one of them for headphones and then one one extension cable for headphones so i can go you know or like really far Mm -hmm. uh, from laptop, from all of these sound devices. Uh, so I had to order it online, of course, and uh, it, it came really fast. But here I was like, oh God, what I'm gonna <laughs> do? How it, it takes some patience and lots of, of course, great energy because. <laughs> uh, that's one of his favorite toys. Uh, just Space Force just sent me the things uh, for it's a. Boot of, of what? What? <laughs> that's super nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. and he he loves it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all always great. Uh, what what we really love to do is like before we, before I go to sleep, we're always just uh, playing a lot. We're taking a walk, and then he likes to play on the bed because he sleeps with me. No, I live alone. I can just motor. Please. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing some serious stuff here. Okay. And we're just playing. He loves to play. Well, he's a dog. He loves to play. Yeah. yeah. That's. But, and every time I'm filming something, he's trying to get inside of the frame. He, he thinks that it's like his time. <laughs> Whatever I feel, he's just walking with this. And when I'm on, on my phone, he's always bringing some like his toys to make sure that he will get some attention. Like to make sure that people will know that he is around. Here we go. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Mozart. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll get it back to you, I promise. Mozart. Oh, and you know, uh, Space Forest, uh, they also uh, just sent me, I have to show it to you. You, that's gonna be that's gonna be really cool they just sent me a thing um give me your microphone can you hear me yeah, yeah i hear you okay so this is uh it's a kind of a dog suit oh snap for dog uh, like a space force suit and uh, yeah, it's it's for Mozart. Ah, I'm gonna Sweet. show it to you. That's awesome. And uh, one time, when when I was shooting a music video, let's say Mozart, show show how cool it is. Uh, I was teaching him to walk around in a suit, in a proper suit, fully protected. Wow. And, and it was so funny because first day, of course, he didn't want to walk at all. He didn't understand why I put him in some kind of a suit. And it's why, wait a minute. 
Wait a minute, let's show. That's your time. Now you're gonna show. <laughs> now you're gonna show how cool you can look. Nice. Space Wars dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. He looks so good in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's great. <laughs> yeah, and he is like. What's up, Tina? What's up? Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. But yeah. So he's the love of my life. And I, like, I'm, I'm so happy that my family, they gave me him as a birthday present. Because I didn't oh, expect wow. I didn't expect that at all. I was thinking about to have a dog because like, you know, I'm, I'm so, I, I was so used to have a dog. And then suddenly I was alone for like a year and a half. And it's been already like, I, I already kind of, mentally I got ready. You know, when you're losing someone, someone like you're part of your family. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that it's not a, possibly I'm wrong, but I think that it's not a right decision to take somebody, uh, to take a new dog uh, right away because it's like you're trying to feel this, you know, emptiness inside of you with something. Right. With someone just to, because you, you need some love. But it's not about you need some love. It should be some kind of exchange of love. That's why first you gotta feel the space with like, your own emotions you have to kind of go through that because yeah. only after that you can really give all your love and attention and affection to somebody who's gonna like like multiple gonna love you like any day whatever happens he's gonna be with you he's gonna, yes <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. it's, so that's why it's been like uh, when I when I was already ready and when I saw the dogs on the street, I couldn't, you know, I didn't think that, oh my God, I also had a dog. I was like, dog, dog, <laughs> why did so good? When I, when I realized that I'm already kind of, uh, I have only good emotions about what was in the past. Mm. That, uh, that was the moment when kind of, I think I, I realized that I'm ready kind of to just love somebody else. Right. Man, that's awesome to hear. I'm so happy you got Mozart. That's great, man. Yes, me too. So I just want to close, close it out. Um, my friend, his parents actually own a bakery here in Miami, Florida, where we live. Mm -hmm. so he, wanted, he wanted to know if it was okay to send you some pastries that they, they make at the bakery. Send it your way. Cool. I'd love to. Perfect. Yeah. So um, these pastries that his, fa his family is really famous for here in Miami. So I'm sure he'll, he'll reach out to you, send you a message so you guys could arrange that and you'll send it your way. Amazing, amazing. Thank you very much. Let's Perfect. arrange it. I, I would love, I would love to try it. We will also cook something and send something back. Oh, Probably perfect. It's not going to be as good as what, what we're going to get. <laughs> but we will do our best. We hey, our best. we appreciate it. That means so much to us. But uh, yeah, thank you so much, Alex. You know, it really means a lot that you were able to do this with us. Um, and it's great to hear, hear your story. You're such an inspiration, man. So thank you so much for everything that you do. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It, it's been really a pleasure to spend this almost two hours with you. Yeah. That was cool. That yeah, was for cool. sure. Thank you. Thank you. It means so much. But yeah, we hope to stay in touch with you soon and uh, continue to stay safe. I will. I will. You too. You too. Stay safe and keep in touch. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Take care. Bye, brother.